Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, beautiful people. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bow. I'm your host, Camille Weiss. And today, I'm going to be answering you guys' questions that you asked me on TikTok and Instagram. I'm very excited. Thank you for whoever asked me a question. I love, love, love to answer them. So, let's get into the episode. So, first off, I just want to tell you guys what I've been up to. So, it's summer now, finally. It's the first week of summer. Finished all my exams. Got all A's in one B. Yes, ma'am, I did. Um, But usually in the summer is the only time I get freedom-ish, kind of. So, um, it's the first weekend I've already been in one week. This is what I've been doing. Went to Charlotte. Went to Myrtle Beach. Went to Raleigh. Went to um, Emerald Isle. And now I'm on the way driving to Oak Island for my best friend Elizabeth's brother's wedding. Um, I'm so excited. I freaking love her family. They're so fun. But, yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Um, I really love the summer because... I don't know I I got stressed out I really did because I'm doing like three jobs this summer and I know that's a lot but I'm excited because it kind of gives me a little bit more time to create more content for y'all and I'm going to start posting a weekly YouTube video or at least trying to so let me know if you guys want to see anything specific but um yeah I'm just here to help you guys and answer your questions and and just be here for y'all because I feel like that's why I have this platform and um Yeah, so let's get into the first question. Okay, the first question says, can you give me some ideas to look for at NC State tryouts? Um, Hold on. Okay, the first question is, can you give me some ideas to look for at NC State tryouts? I'm trying out there and I want to know if there's any skills that are required. Love this question. I've got it a billion trillion times. And my answer is, honestly, every single tryout's different. My tryout was completely different than the way the um, new people tried out this year. But honestly, it just really depends on the year, who's coming in, on what skills. There's never any required skills for NC State. Um, There's people that were on the team last year that had, like, whip fools. And there was people on the team that had round of handspring through to layout, you know? Um, and you know standing tucks so the skill honestly just ranges and they really they do look at skill but I would say that your attitude really is the most important part of your tryout Um, the NC State coaches really really strive on making a team that would work good together and that would represent the program well and that's saying like you have a positive attitude and you work really hard and um, you're always looking to get better so I would just say that's my biggest advice like show your true self at tryouts show that you're willing to work hard you're willing to push for anything that they need from you and no matter what your skill set is if you just be open and honest and be like okay let's say like you don't have a full like I've been working on my full I'm you know, I'm going to work on it a lot this summer, and 
I just love NC State, and I think that I'd be a great asset to this team and then say why you would be a great asset. And just, you know, just be yourself. And I think that's one of the biggest things that they look for at tryouts. So good luck if you're trying out. Reach out to me if you need any more help. Um, my DMs are open. So, yeah, my Instagram's ca.camel. So, you know, reach out. The next question is, I'm a super small base, five inches tall, but I want to cheer in college. Should I try to get co-ed experience before trying out next year? Ooh, this is hard because, honestly, that's completely up to you. Um, there's, I'm 5'1", and, and there's bases that are shorter than me. So basically, just do whatever you are good at. I would say co-eding does take a lot of skill to do at the collegiate level, um, but they're always looking to teach people, and so am I. I love teaching and love coaching. But I would say if your strong suit is in basing and that's what you've been doing for your whole life, then I would say continue to base because we have all different size fires, all different size bases. It's just really what you love to do and what you're talented at. So I would say if you want to learn co-ed, I mean, go ahead. But we also have girl, all-girl stunts that um, – we do so if you want to learn group stunning but I would say just do whatever you love and um, I mean there's bases that we have on the team that also fly so I mean just do whatever you want to do like it's your life it's your cheerleading career so um, but you can also reach out to me if you have questions about learning how to fly or if you want to learn how to co-ed I got you I got you girl because I was there before and honestly I didn't have that much co-ed experience before trying out at state either um but I did learn over the summer like a ton of co-edic stunts just because I loved it so much and I found like my passion in co-ed flying but I would say just it's up to you so the next question Kylie asked this one thank you Kylie she said what is your favorite finger that you have broken <laughs> and that is a great question Kylie honestly I would say my um, pinky is my favorite finger that I have broken <laughs> because I broke it a couple weeks before nationals and um, I just told our athletic trainer and I was like, you know what, never mind, it's not broken, like I'm kidding and um, I was like, just, just tape it up real quick and we're going to keep going because we did not have time for anything to be broken. I was on my grind for nationals. I had a big, big part in the routine that I'm so, so grateful for. I will never forget that routine. But, um, yeah, I would say the pinky one. And I still tumbled and stunted, did all my skills with that thing broken. It's still broken. I never went to the doctor because I just I, I didn't have time. I guess that's an excuse, but I just I don't like the doctor. But also I broke my um, pointer finger on my left hand at NCA camp. And that was hard because that thing hurt so bad. And I actually did it while we were practicing for our Top Gun stunt. And it was our double back handspring up, which is history. That crap goes down in history. It was amazing. But, yeah, I also just kept going on that one because it was NCA camp. Like, what, what am I going to do? It was in Myrtle Beach. Like, I can't just leave. And it's just a broken finger. But... Yeah, I still did everything because we don't have time to break things, okay? So, yeah, that was a good experience. But I really did appreciate my team being there and being like, Camille, are you okay? Like, you don't have to do anything. But I was like, nah, I'm fine. I just decided to do it anyway because that's camp. Like, I got through it. But, yeah.
favorite finger, pinky. Hopefully, um, prayers because it's still crooked and it kind of hurts, but you know, hopefully it'll grow back straight. We'll see. I'll keep you updated. The next question is, how is competing on the band shell in Daytona different from all-star competitions? And, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to explain this question. So, if you don't know, um, at College Cheer NCA Nationals, it's in Daytona, Florida, and um, you get to compete on the band shell, which is like a stage outside right beside the ocean. It's amazing. It's an amazing experience. Um, and I would say that it's different because I don't know it's just a different feeling like it there's no bright lights that are in your face there's no like the music isn't right in your ears it's just like all open you can look to the side and just see the ocean like it's a crazy experience and you can just look up and there's like thousands of people watching you from their hotel balconies and and you can look forward and it's just all your team there watching you it's crazy. Like, you can hear everyone yelling for you. It's a really, really cool experience. I love competing outside. Um, yeah, I don't think anything... I don't know. The NCA um, Dallas Arena might maybe top that. I'm not sure. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it was a really, really cool experience. And I loved every second of it. I wish I could go back and do it again, especially that routine with those people. Ugh, that feeling I will never forget. And... Uh, gosh, I just love that team. We did end up getting second at NCAA Nationals, which is a little upsetting because we did work really hard. But, you know, that's cheerleading, and in our hearts we won. So I was really proud of us and all the hard work we put in. And, and just, like, that team, I've never felt something like that before. It was it was amazing. And I've been t on a tons of different teams, and that, that was it. I love that team. Small co-ed forever. Next question is, what's the difference between small co-ed and game day? Do you guys not cheer the games? Um, I get this question a lot as well, especially from my, my family. Because, so this is how NC State does it. We all cheer the game. So I, I think we had like 60 people on the team as a whole um, last season. And we all cheer the football games together. And we just kind of like half of us cheer for the student section and the other half cheers for like the fans and then we switch off at halftime but um then we have to retry out again for uh the NCA competition to see who uh, makes Matt and who like makes what team and the game day team is a, just a different division than small co-ed small co-ed's more all-star vibe and you know we have like a two minute and 15 second routine that does like jumps, tumbling, stunts, pyramids, um, and baskets. And then game day, I think their routine's like three minutes maybe. Um, and then they do like signs and cheers and the fight song. So it's just a different division. I am also sad that we don't compete that division this year, which is going to be crazy. I'm excited to see what divisions we're going to compete, but yeah, we're not competing that one anymore because the judges, they judge really weirdly on that. They just want different things and we never know. So we're just not the best in that division. 
Um, the people are, like, the team is amazing, but just the division in itself is just a really weird, complicated division. So I was on small co-ed, though, the All-Star Cheer vibe one, and I love that division. It's, ugh, it's such a hard division, but it's just so competitive and fun, and I love watching other small co-ed teams because it's just, like, they're, everyone's so good in that division. Like, I could never be a judge for that. But, yeah, um, small code's a little like all-star. It's like all-star, but, but at the collegiate level, I guess. I don't know, but, yeah. Oh, and then also, um, we, we do split up basketball games um, between small co-ed and game day. So, usually game day does, like, the girls' ACCs, and then small co-ed does the boys, which is why I got to go to New York for the men's um, tournament, which was amazing. But, yeah. That's it. Okay, next question is, do you like cheering football games or basketball games better? Ooh, I definitely have to say football, um, hands down. We also cheer gymnastics and volleyball and wrestling, but I would say gymnastics games are fun as well, but they just last a really long time, so does wrestling. But football, oh my gosh, that feeling of like just the run out and if you haven't seen that you can go on my youtube channel it's probably linked i'll link it down below but um i have a vlog of uh bas or a football game and um i got some or my friend kiki who was um injured she got like really good footage of us running out oh my gosh it's so fun like nothing it beats being on the carter friendly stadium field it's just like crazy so fun so fun Next question is, have you ever felt the pressure to have a perfect body since being a D1 athlete? Oh, this one, I can get into it. I could make a whole episode about this one, but I would say, okay, let's get a little deep. So I would say I've always kind of felt the pressure to have not like the perfect body, but just kind of in a way the perfect body. Nobody is really perfect, but in my mind, I, I just you know, with social media and everything, I just kind of, like, make myself think that there is, but yes, especially being a flyer at the collegiate level, um, I have dealt with eating disorder struggles and body image issues and body dysmorphia and all of those things that are very common in cheerleading, which is very upsetting to me, and I'm going to be changing that, hopefully, if I keep doing what I'm doing, but Yes, I have, and it's just not worth it. It's not worth it to constantly be comp like comparing yourself to others and comparing yourself to your teammates. It just takes the fun out of life. It takes the fun out of cheerleading. Like cheerleading is such a, an amazing sport, and I'm so so blessed that I get to do it like almost every day. But you know, when I do compare myself to other flyers or you know other people, it, it just is not fun anymore, and that just why would I want to live life and do something every day that I don't think is fun? But um, it's easier said than done. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I have put in a ton of work to enjoy my life and enjoy cheerleading without comparing myself to others because I am a very, very competitive person, and that kind of comes in with cheerleading. Doing cheerleading all my life has made me, built me to be the competitive person I am. And... So, yeah, it does, it is really hard to kind of sit back and take a second and be like, why am I, why am I comparing myself to someone that I don't even know their life? I don't even know what they do on a daily basis. Like, you cannot be someone you're not. So, 
I just try to remember like God made me this way. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and I have the talents that got me here and it doesn't matter what size I am because I know my skill level and I know my talent and I know my worth and um, no one really pays attention to size anyway. No one pays attention to your weight. It's really about how you act and your personality and, and your positiveness and how you um, affect and influence other people is what I like to remember, which is really hard sometimes when I am when it's like competition season or tryouts and I'm just like looking at all the new people that come in and all the new flyers and I'm like, oh no, these flyers are so fit and so small, but I have to think like, okay, these flyers are children. Like I am about to be a senior in college. I'm 21. Like I'm obviously not going to have the same build as them. And my body's been through a lot. I put it through a lot. I've been through years and years of cheerleading and I have muscle and I have, you know, different aspects to myself that make me stronger than some other regular people and it so I just you know I can't really sit there and compare myself to someone when I'm a completely different person I had a completely different upbringing I do completely different skills and uh, yeah that's what I like to think of and I'm glad that question was asked because I have been struggling a little bit lately if I'm being honest especially because like the new teams coming in and and I'm like going to go into my senior year and my body's like dead and I'm, I'm still like in eating disorder sort of recovery. It's actually been a year, y'all. Like that's crazy to me. But it doesn't mean it ever is going to get easier and it doesn't mean it won't get, you know, it doesn't get harder though. I would say that I was at my lowest point around this time last year and just kind of like looking back and seeing how far I've come, it just really keeps me going and keeps me pushing because I do want to influence other people that their body doesn't matter and and their weight doesn't matter and it's really what it's really how your life affects the world is what matters. How your attitude affects other people is what matters and and I would say that feeling your body correctly and and enjoying life makes you so much of a better person, makes you have so much more fun, makes you influence people in such a positive way. Whereas, you know, when I was at this time last year just focusing on only like what I was eating and 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 like my um weight you know I, I did not enjoy life so the next question is how do you make friends as an incoming freshman on the team and I would say that I mean this is kind of a hard question I guess like I don't really remember what how I made friends my freshman year I think you just make friends with the other freshmen at first because you're all kind of in the same position and you know you're all just starting college and now you're on a college cheerleading team and I don't know it's just kind of like built-in friends right there and you just get to know each other on such a good like level but I would say just be yourself be open be honest because honestly everyone's like nervous to make friends even I'm kind of nervous for like the new people coming in like I don't I don't want them to see me as someone I'm not. So I just think if you put yourself in, in other people's shoes and be like, okay, well, these people are probably just as scared as me. Like, let me go up and talk to them. Let me go up and be friendly and be myself and and be friends with them because, I, you know, maybe they are asking the same question. Like, how do I make friends? So I think if you just do that, and that's honestly in any part of life, like if you just put yourself in somebody else's shoes and be like, okay, I mean, 
I'm sure they would need some want somebody to talk to. They're probably nervous. So yeah, that's that's my advice for that. Okay, somebody asked, do you have plans for graduation, and what is your future career goals and major? Oh gosh, I'm scared to answer this question because I I just don't know to be honest. Um, I am going into my senior year, which makes me want to cry my eyes out because it does not feel real. I feel like a child. But I might do a fifth year. I'm not sure because I do still have a year of eligibility from COVID. But I don't know yet. I, I can't decide. Obviously, I would love to, but I just don't know where my where life is going to take me yet. So I can't decide that right now. But my major right now is communications with a concentration in public relations and a minor in nutrition. And so public relations, oh no, hold on. And so public relations is basically how a company gets viewed by the public, sort of. But I want to kind of take that into social media and maybe do social media marketing or sales. Because you can really do anything you want with a communications major. So I don't know. I kind of want to do like social media for varsity or um, like another health or a health and fitness company maybe even open my own depends on if I get famous just kidding I'm going to get famous so this is me manifesting but not too famous but like famous enough that I can have like an influence on people and make a positive impact um on like somebody's life which I could do right now but but like I want to make it into a job so maybe just like a little bit more but um yeah that's what I want to do and the minor in nutrition is honestly just might be helpful if I do go to into a, the health and fitness industry, have like a little bit of background, but I'm not sure. It, if I do a fifth year, then I will complete the minor of nutrition, but if I graduate next year when I'm supposed to, um, then I'll just have the public relations major and also kind of want a minor in digital marketing because that sounds really interesting, and I should have done that all along, but I didn't know NC State had that. I think that's, like, a new program that they made, but I would really like to do something like that. That would be fun. So if y'all know anyone that needs somebody, please let me know. But I am doing, like, a couple jobs this summer for digital marketing and for, like, a restaurant. This restaurant in Raleigh called Happy and Hale. If you never heard of it, it's in Raleigh and North Hills, and I highly recommend it. It's so good, but I'm going to be doing their social media marketing and event planning, which I'm so excited. I cannot wait. My first big old job, y'all. So, so excited. Okay, but yeah. Another question that I get all the time is, how do you get in touch with um, college cheerleading coaches, and what is the process of getting recruited? And I would say that I wish I had someone to tell me this when I was trying to get recruited because no one really talks about it. It's kind of like gatekeeped or whatever, but I don't think I'm going to tell y'all because I don't care and I wish someone told me. But really what I think is most important is to just reach out to people, network, network. Like I'm telling you, if you want to be successful in any anything that you do in your lifetime, network with people, talk to people, be friendly make people remember who you are stay in contact with people because you never know what where that's going to lead you like at all you you really never know and that's why I think it's really important to always be positive and nice to everyone because you never know what where life's going to take you they could they could like get you out of speeding ticket or something one day or like bail you out of jail you, you really never know so yeah but 
Um, the first thing that I did when I was trying to get recruited is email all the coaches that I was interested in their trailing program. So I emailed NC State, I emailed Appalachian, I emailed Alabama, Louisville, um, Chapel Hill, uh, pretty much those colleges, I think. Um, and I was like, most of the time their emails are on their Instagram or the website, so I would just look at that. But I'd say like, and I would do this as soon as possible, no matter what grade you're in. Like it doesn't matter, it's never too early, it's never too late. So just get started right now. Like get the email out, get your email out right now and I'm gonna tell you what to say. So you say, hello, my name is blah, blah, blah. I have been a cheerleading in the cheerleading industry for this time at this gym and I'm interested in continuing my career at the collegiate level. I was wondering what are the processes of your tryouts or how I can get recruited. And then you send a video of you tumbling, a video of you standing tumbling, running tumbling, stunting, jumps. Just a video of you doing like your best skills and be like, here are my skills. Um, Please let me know if you would like to see anything different. And I look forward to hearing back from you. And that's all you do send it to all of them every single person no matter if you got into the college or not if you did get into the college then that's another really important thing to say just be like I just got my acceptance or I just applied for this college in the blah 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 major and I am interested in the cheerleading program and then say some stuff like I admire how your cheerleading program does this this and this or if you if you want to be a little extra you know it doesn't hurt to be extra but that's what I would say. Send that to them. And then if you don't hear a response, follow up in like two weeks and be like, just making sure that you got my email. And it's not annoying. It's life. It's your it's your life. You're trying to get somewhere. So I, it's not annoying. I promise you it's not. Most of the time, coaches get 20,000 emails a day of people asking them questions. So, I mean, just, just, just keep going. And if they never respond, try DMing them on Instagram and be like, Hi, I emailed this email. Is this the correct email? Because I'm interested in the training program and I had questions. And most of the time they will either DM you back or email you back that same day, hopefully. And if they don't, that does not mean they're not interested in you at all. It just means that maybe you got the email wrong or maybe they have a different email for recruiting or maybe they're just busy because at this time of the year, I mean, coaches are extremely busy. Like it's summer, summer practices are starting, new, the new season starting. So it doesn't mean they don't like you. Just wait. It's part of, you know, the journey. And just keep trying. Just keep trying on getting new skills, trying to be your best. Keep sending videos. Yeah, that's the advice I have. And usually the recruiting process, um, they'll email you back and be like, we love your skills or we want to see this, this, and this. And we want to invite you to an, either an open practice or a game to watch or a meet and greet or just like an open tryout. And... Um, yeah, that's usually how the recruiting process goes. If you have any more questions, feel free to hit me up. Next question is, how do you get free things from brands and um, become ambassadors? And this is a question I get a lot of times from my friends. And I'm not going to gatekeep it because I want everyone to have free stuff. Yay. So, um... Honestly, most of the time, brands do reach out to me and either DM me or email me. I think it's really important to put your email in your Instagram and in honestly in any of your social medias because you never know. But don't put your phone number, just your email. And um, 
they usually email me or DM me and are like, we love your content. We're wondering if you could make something for us or blah, blah, blah. Also, you can um, put your platform on like influencer pages. So there's this influencer app called Oatly. It's O-A-T-L-E-Y, I think. And um, they have like different brands that are looking for content creators to like create um, videos and pictures for them. So they'll send you free things. Um, also an app called Mini Social, which is one of my favorite apps. And you can apply to campaigns for different brands and um they usually send you free products and all you have to do is create like a tiktok video on it and it doesn't matter what amount of following you have usually for these brands because they're just looking for content for their own brand to repost so as long as you are creative and um like know how to market a product then i would say that it doesn't matter how many followers you have like they just want your content but I would say if you do have a good amount of following and a good amount of followers that pay attention to you, then start charging them because you can make bank um, from brands. They will pay you whatever because most of like small brands don't have content creators. They have to do it all themselves and that just gets to be a lot. So they're always willing to pay like a certain amount of money, no matter really, no matter how much. Like I've asked for. I've asked for like $200 for um, like two story Instagram posts and I've gotten that. Like they will pay you. I'm not kidding. They will. As long as you are consistent and create content for them, then yeah, you, you can make your bank and you can do your work. But it does honestly, like it's not easy as it sounds. Like it, it is time consuming and and it, it does like require payment because when brands don't pay me to um, like create content for them, I'd never do it because... Unless it's, like, a product that I really, really love and I've been wanting, then I'll do it. But, no, when they don't pay me, I'm not doing it because it does take a long time to do. It takes a long time to edit the video to, you know, get creative and figure out what I want to do for the content and post it. I mean, that that affects my followers because, you know, if they're, like, annoyed that I'm posting another brand deal, like, that affects them. So I don't really do that many. I try to do, like three a month or less because I don't want to like my only content to be just branded content you know so that's what I would do if I were you um once again the website names are mini social and Oatly. oh also guys this is very important so please listen I'm gonna link it down below but I just um became an Amazon influencer which I'm so excited about <laughs> but um it's basically on Amazon which is what I shop for actually everything um, I have my own list now that you guys can shop and I'll get like a little bit of commission on it. So if you want to help a girl out, that would be appreciated, but you can shop my website or my Amazon, like what I buy. I have a list for like cheerleading and fitness, which is the products that I like to use. So it has like my favorite snacks, my favorite hair products, my favorite makeup. And then I also have like my must haves. So it has like some nutrition products, some, um, like outfits that I like and some other like little things so if you want to shop that and help girl out the it'll be linked in my bio or underneath this episode I think so yeah Amazon love you so I just want to say thank you guys for asking me all these questions there was more but um they all kind of they all kind of asked the same thing like how do you cheer in college blah 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 but 
Um, if you have any more questions, I would love to do another Q&A because this is really fun. I like answering things and talking a lot. So, you know, this is fun for me. So if you have any more questions, you can ask me on my TikTok or DM me on Instagram and I would be um, more than happy to help you with whatever or answer your questions. Um, I'm going to leave y'all with a good quote today because this quote I saw on Pinterest, of course, and it was very good and I liked it a lot. So it's, believe you can and you're halfway there. And this quote, oh, it's so good because I see so many people giving up these days. Like, y'all, just believe you can. Who's going to stop you? No one's going to stop you. If you want to do something, just do it. And then, but not like if it's illegal or something, but if you want to do something like, let's say, create a podcast or post a video on TikTok, um, who's stopping you? Is it the hate comments? Okay, well, you got to learn to be strong enough and just, you don't need to let the hate get to you. And build yourself like a good friend group that um, will stick up for you. Because I'm not good at sticking up for myself, but my friends sure are. And I'm so blessed to have them. Sorry, I dropped the microphone. But I'm so blessed to have them. And um, so, yeah, if you don't want to stick up for yourself, get you a group that does. Get you people that will help you and stick up for you and push you to be the best version of yourself. Because I know you can do it. Just do it, okay? just do it not nike because i'm adidas because we are adidas school but yeah but anyway okay thank you for listening to this episode of beyond the bow um let me know if you guys have any ideas for any more episodes that you want and um yeah i'm down for whatever like tell me if y'all want me to interview another cheerleader because i love doing that like interviewing uh, sutton and colin oh so fun i love them both they're they are the nicest people and, um, so yeah, I'd, I'd love to interview somebody else, but just let me know. Okay. Love y'all. See you next week. Goodbye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.